we are Caleb and Tanisha Dreisa. Advent reminds us of the light that shines in the darkness. From the first Sunday of Advent until Christmas Eve, we await the celebration of Jesus' birth. As we have heard in the song titled, Mary Consoles Eve throughout this Advent season, the light of the world has come. Almost, not yet, already soon. Isaiah 9-2 says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. Luke 1, verse 78-79 says, Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. John 1, 4-5 says, The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The final Advent candle reminds us, Jesus is the light of the world. Please pray with me. God, as we celebrate the end of our Advent season, we thank you for sending Jesus to earth to be an example and our so source of hope, peace, love, joy, and light. Hope for better days to come. Peace for our decisions and for what can feel like impossibly tough situations. Love for you, our neighbors, and ourselves. Joy, which endures despite the weariness of our world and light, which both exposes darkness and illuminates our path to your goodness. We pray a blessing over those who still feel like the period of waiting has not yet come to an end, and that you would bring comfort to those who find themselves struggling in this holiday season. We ask that you would inspire the rest of us to see these people and come alongside them. As we await the coming of your kingdom here in the almost, the not yet, and the already, we thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Caleb and Tanisha. Merry Christmas, everyone. We made it. We're at the main event. This is it. Um, kids, you don't have to go to bed until at least uh, midnight tonight, and uh, it's going to be... It's going to be great. We kind of already got warmed up. I want to welcome those of you online as well. We got warmed up at 2 p.m., and that was legit, that was, but it was our first time doing any of this stuff. We didn't know what songs we were going to do. I didn't know what I was going to preach on, all of that. And so you guys, you, you get us all warmed up and ready to go. Are you guys ready to be here today? Yeah. When the moon hits your eye and it's 4.45, it's December. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, but it's awesome and a little bit like that in January too. Uh, but we're glad that we're here. And perhaps if some of you showed up early, you saw a little bit of the, the back and forth. Uh, not trivia per se, but, but kind of like this or that uh, on the screen before. And I have a few for us to kind of get warmed up. The two was really lively. We're not sure about the six o'clock yet, but you guys can follow along at home. So I need you to be loud on this. The first one, it can be divisive. Fruitcake. Yay or nay? Okay, that's pretty much the same as the previous service. Good, good. This one's tough too because we don't want to divide on uh, on great characters at Christmas time. But Scrooge or Grinch? Grinch. 
The Grinch, awesome. Okay, is it just because he's newer or is it that, that really awesome smile that he can make? It's kind of sinister in a little way. Okay, this one could be divisive too, but uh, eggnog, yay or nay? Yay! A couple years ago, uh, I made it really particular to those of us in New Brunswick, Baxter or Northumberland? I thought so, I thought so. Uh, what about this? And I know there's different reasons for it, but Christmas tree, uh, real or artificial? Real. Artificial. That's a big word. You, you got it. This is awesome. Well, as long as it smells good, like you have some sort of a plug-in or a candle or whatever, I'm, I'm all for it. Last but not least, lights, color or white? Right, exactly. You all win. We're all good. Uh, CP Kids, how many sleeps until Christmas? Just one more. It's awesome. I can't wait. Did you get your packs on the way in? These are important. Maybe adults snuck some too, but I don't know if you knew this, but we're doing sermon bingo today, and there are prizes. There are. There are prizes. I hope you're ready for it. Not only that, there's a nativity word search. I love these things. You guys, are anyone else sucker for those? And uh, last but not least, uh, nativity word scramble. That's kind of hard. If you guys can show me how to do that, at the end of service, I will have prizes for you. Let me repeat, I have prizes. And just a bonus, no one did it last time, but a few people definitely got it and showed me their, their bingo afterward. So if you get it, even if I'm in the middle of a sentence and you hear the, the last word, the important one, just yell out bingo. You have permission. The pastor said you could. So it's all good. But here we are. It's Christmas Eve. We've been leading up to this point. And it's Advent. We just lit the final candle, the Christ candle. Every week, we've been lighting one to kind of move forward. And it's all because of the good news. And you know that Christmas story uh, where you hear the character from Charlie Brown just saying, Behold, I bring you uh, good tidings of great joy, right? Well, the gospel means news that brings joy. Gospel means good news. It's, it's news that brings great joy. Whether you're reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or whether it's someone sharing the news about Jesus... That word is gospel. It's news that brings joy, and so it's all about that. Sometimes people don't read this at Christmas time, but over in John chapter 3, potentially the most famous verse in the New Testament is this. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. The gospel is really summed up in that. It's not just the Christmas story, but it's the Easter story as well. It's because God gave. It's because of his great love for us. In the first Bible that I read and the first time I ever heard that verse, the translation, the version that I heard used the term everlasting life. And so the first thing, there's three things I want to teach you today and remind us of. Jesus is our everlasting life. He is life itself. He invented life. He is our everlasting life. So we're in this series, and for those of you that heard that first song, there weren't lyrics on the screen on purpose. It was kind of like a special thing that Blair and the team were leading us in. It's called Mary Consoles Eve, and you can see it in the artwork as well. That's Mary uh, expecting Jesus, and, and that's Eve, and there's a lot of symbolism there. The, the best thing you could do if you haven't heard about this yet is go to our website, crosspointchurch.ca, and just find uh, the, the image of that and, and click on it. It's probably in what's current or our series, and you can see a write-up that Blair did 
she saw this artwork and she heard this song and, and it just paired together so well. We actually got permission to use this by the person who, who made the artwork and there's so much symbolism and so we've been using this for our Advent series and each week we've been going through. Uh, but I thought this was kind of funny. You know, this is Christmas Eve, of course it is, that's why we're here. And the song is called, and the artwork is called, Mary Consoles Eve. And this is Christmas Eve and Mary, the name, Mary Christmas Eve? No? Okay. Yeah, the first, first service didn't get it either, so don't worry about it. But uh, the first candle that we lit uh, way back at the beginning of Advent is about hope. It's because there's hope in the promise. When God makes a promise, he keeps it, and we keep finding that. And so we're in between the first Advent, when Jesus first came, but we're faithfully hopeful that he's coming again. He said he would, and so he will. That's the second Advent, and so we're in between. So there's hope in his promise. There's peace in his presence. Not that he removes us from situations, but that he is present with us in the midst of them. And so there is peace in his presence. And then just to keep the P words going, there's joy in his performance. And last week what we were talking about is there's actually joy in the action of our present God. We have a God who is present and he is active. He is up to something and it's something good on our behalf. And so there's joy because of that. And so Advent reminds us that Jesus brings hope peace, joy, and last but not least, light. And so the service today is all about light, and at the end of service, we're all going to have a light in front of us representing Jesus is the light of the world. That's what we're learning today. And we find this initially in the Gospel of John. In chapter 1, it's going to sound a little bit like Genesis, the very first book, the very first chapter of the Bible. It starts the same way, in the beginning. And John uses the word, and that means Jesus. And so when you see the word in this, uh, in, in our reading, that's Jesus. And so John puts it this way. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. And here's the key verse for today. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. That's good news that John wrote to us many, many years ago. It's the same John that was a disciple of Jesus, the same one that at the Last Supper leaned on the chest of Jesus. That's a pretty close relationship. And he wrote this for our benefit today. And so Jesus calls, or sorry, John calls Jesus the Word. And it's really Greek for logos. Not Lego. Some of you are going to get that hopefully for Christmas. But did you guys know where Lego came from? The word. It's a Danish word. It's actually these two words together that means play well. You didn't ask, but I told you anyway. So there you go. That's a little bit of trivia that you can bring up at your next Christmas party. Uh, but what John is teaching us today and what I want to highlight for us is that from these few verses, we can see that he being Jesus is eternal. He's actually before in the beginning. It's saying to us that he was there in the beginning, before the beginning actually, and that he is creator. He's the creator. He's the one, as John writes, he gave life to everything that was created. Not only that, but fitting with our theme for tonight, he, Jesus, is light that shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. One translation says, darkness 
has not overcome it. And that's true, that's good news for us today, that in all this time, the darkness still has not overcome Jesus because it, it cannot. Uh, Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus, as we've already been learning, is our everlasting life. And now we're learning Jesus is our everlasting light. What I love about this, there's this connection uh, between the final verse that we just read, verse 5, a little bit later on in verse 10, it, it's read this way. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. So depending on the version that we're reading, we read uh, that the darkness can never extinguish it. Some write that the darkness has not overcome it. Both are true. There's also this kind of meaning between understood and recognized, both true as well. And so when it says that he came to the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. And so there are some that still don't recognize who Jesus is. And it goes on to say he came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But this is a really important verse. I think this is awesome, but to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. You got it? Bingo? Right after service, I have a prize for you. I love it. Oh, man. I think from here on out, anytime there's a good word, you don't have to say amen. You can just say bingo. I thought I was preaching really well there, and I guess I, guess I was. This is awesome. Oh, I love prizes, don't you? Oh, that's so, that's so good. And so in this, we're, we're hearing that to all who believed in Jesus, all who accepted Jesus for who he is, he gave them the right to become children of God. That, that previous verse, John 3.16, where we're learning that uh, no one will perish but have everlasting life because of him, we'll hear it saying it's because they become children of God, then the Father becomes their heavenly Father, and so we can be children of God because of Jesus. I love it. We've learned that Jesus, he is our everlasting life. He's our everlasting light. But did you know, although Jesus is the light of the world, a little bit earlier in the New Testament, in Matthew's gospel, in the Sermon on the Mount, which by the way, it's the longest discourse that we have of Jesus in, in one piece, and it's about 15 minutes, and I hope to be even less than that time today for you, because the big guy's showing up tonight, and we need to get ready for him. Uh, but what Jesus says about you, about me, what he says is that you are the light of the world. And so later he says, so let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. And so when you believe in him, when you receive him for who he is, who John says that he is, who Matthew's talking about as well, this good news, when you receive not just the news, but the person, you become a child of God. And then when he's speaking to you, you and me, you online watching as well, that you are the light of the world. Yes, Jesus still is the light of the world, but he's saying to you, you are the light of the world. So what does that mean for you? What does that mean for us? That we should let our good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. And so that's the purpose behind all of this. And so this is what we've learned is that gospel, it's this news that brings joy. Gospel means good news. It's good news when we hear the Christmas story. It's also good news when we hear the Easter story and hear the context of that baby who grew up. Not only that, but Jesus, he's our everlasting life. He's our everlasting 
light, and we're going to learn one more in just a moment. One of my favorite Christmas carols is what the the team is going to lead us in in just a few moments. It wasn't always my favorite, uh, but perhaps you've already watched tons of of new and old Christmas movies. Perhaps you're all Christmas movied out at this point. Uh, But growing up, my grandmother used to use VHS tapes to record. Anyone else with me? She used to record, sometimes included the commercials, which was awesome 10 and 20 years later. Uh, All the batteries not included things. It was great. But one of the favorites was Charlie Brown's Christmas. And so I first heard this song there. I didn't love it at the time, maybe because I didn't know some of the big words. Uh, But what my favorite Christmas album is, is the Vince Guaraldi, the the trio. You know what I mean? It's just such a a, a great album. I love it. Uh, But this song, my favorite, is, is now, in recent years, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I love it. Not necessarily the version on that recording, but it's been so meaningful to me. I want to share just a couple of the lyrics from it that have been um, kind of a standout to me in recent years, and I think it contains the gospel message in it. You're going to see it in the song in a moment, and so even online, maybe you have a different one that you want to share, and so uh, write it in the comments below. We'd love to see your favorites too. Here's one of mine. Mild he lays his glory by, Born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. That's the gospel message. That's good news that brings joy for those who receive it. Last but not least, Christ by highest heaven adored Christ, the everlasting Lord. And so Jesus is our everlasting Lord, as even this song sings. You're going to see another lyric in this in a moment. Lord, another word for that is king, because Jesus, he's the original king. He's actually the one, he was born already king. No one had to get out of the way. He's always been king, but now we have the opportunity to see him as king, to bow before him as king. You're going to hear this line, glory to the newborn king. And so I'm going to pray for us in a moment. We're going to hear this joyful song. See what lyrics might stand out to you as you're praising him today. I'm going to be back up in a few moments after that. We're going to light our candles because Jesus is the light of the world and we get to carry that light in the darkness and the darkness will never extinguish it. Father, we thank you so much for this joyful day. We thank you that you are our everlasting life, that you are the one before the beginning. We thank you that you're our everlasting light Light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And and Lord, we also are believing that you are our everlasting Lord. And so we humbly submit to you. You're our, our king, not just the newborn king, but one who will reign forever. And we thank you for all this means. We want to receive this good news of great joy with fresh hearts today as we hear it anew. And so as we get ready to sing this, we want to bring the praise back to you in this time. And we thank you for what this means and and how it can be life-changing for any who receive it. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.